Okay, now let's do this. Let's not panic. There's cause for concern, but there's not yet cause to panic. Welcome to the Bird Brains with Ken and Mark, everybody. My name's Ken Dunnick, ex-Philadelphia Eagles tight end, Philadelphia Stars tight end. With me is my partner, Mark Eckel. Of course, covered the Eagles for years with NJ.com and the Trenton Times. Mark, you and I had a good time texting each other throughout this game. And we made mention before we started recording here, when it was 14 to 3, we didn't like the way the Eagles were playing. And we kind of felt like something bad might happen. And unfortunately for us, that was very prophetic. Yeah. It, I mean, I could just, you know, when you you played the game, you've seen a billion games, college pro, and I've seen a billion. You you just sense things, even though the team was winning. You sense that it wasn't. And again, I thought I still thought they were going to win. I even when they got the ball at the end, I thought, yeah. okay, they're going to pull this out, twenty-one twenty, because it was the Jets. <laughs> I just had no confidence at all in the New York Jets. But but hey, the Jets defense played a great game. They they forced the Eagles into four turnovers. Um, give the Jets credit. I just didn't think that Jet offense was good enough to to, to do what they did. Well, we're going to talk in great deal about that, but let me mention that uh, this podcast is sponsored by Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine. Uh, our new football issue is out. Lewis Riddick is on the cover. My partner, Mark Eckel, wrote that story for us. Of course, Lewis is the one of the lead NFL prognosticators and analysts for ESPN and Monday Night Football. And I also want to mention that the Jersey Man, Philly Man event of the year our unmasking gala where six uh, charities benefit from the evening is uh, going to happen on November 2nd. There are tickets still available. We always have about 500 people at ballroom at the bend. We raise a bunch of money for six deserving charities. And if you'd like to attend that event, go to jerseymanmagazine.com, buy a couple tickets and, and join us. And uh, I also want to mention that we are recording here at the Sweet Recording Studios or Great friend Joe Gangemi is uh, doing a, a nice job of engineering this podcast. And if you have a podcast need, please reach out to Sweet Recordings in Mount Laurel and Joe will take care of you. So uh, the reason why I say uh, that there is cause for concern, but not panic, when you look at them going into that game yesterday, number one, <clears throat> the Jets have a very good defense. And I, I realize I'm old school. But uh, Jim Morris said something very prophetic to me once, and as long as I've been watching football 40 playoffs? years later, it's the playoffs? truth. No, he said that. Oh, okay. Unfortunately, that's what he's known. That was another for. one. That, that, that was but a different one. What, what he said was, if you have a good defense and you can run the football, you have a chance to win every football game. The Jets have a very good defense. Now, they weren't exactly proficient at running the ball yesterday. But they do have a good defense, and the part of the problem with the Eagles is they went into this game really uh, undermanned. They went in without their best defensive lineman. My opinion now is Jalen Carter. He was out. Their best cornerback, Darius Slay, was out. During the game, they lost maybe the best right tackle in football, Lane Johnson, to an ankle injury. Um, uh, Cam Jurgens has been out for a while, so they didn't have one of their starting guards. Uh, during the game... Uh, Bradley Roby and uh, Eli Ricks went down. So the Eagles have a very depleted backfield right now. And you and you couple that with the fact that it was just, a, to me, a lethargic performance. Um, you know, Devontae Smith dropped a couple passes. Yeah. He, he doesn't do that. He was wide open over the middle one time. And 
just that, that, that was that could have been a touchdown or a, a big gainer whatever well, he, he was he was 20 yards in the clear i was a little upset that uh, on that one play i believe it was in the third quarter when they went deep to aj brown he didn't run through the route did you yeah, notice was that, that? Was that a miscommunication that's, that's well, i don't know but that's really uncharacteristic for him that's what i'm saying he never does that so was he did he think i don't i mean we're not there um they they did a lot of things that they don't do. Jake Elliott missed a thirty seven yard field goal. Right, and 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 to tell you how big that was that that game, if it's fourteen to twelve, which it was, that's one thing. If it's seventeen to twelve, that puts a lot more pressure on the Jets' offense to to score a touchdown rather than get in the field. Now, as he it goes turns out, well, that. as it turns out, yeah, I mean, Hertz uh, throws that interception and they take it back and they score in the next play. And you and I had a little bit of a disagreement about this uh, live when the game was happening. I thought the Eagles let them score at the end yeah. to give them a chance to win. And I thought that was exactly the right thing for them to do. I thought the Jets made a mistake by not going down at the one-yard line. You, I thought you disagreed with me a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, no, I disagreed on that part. I, the Jets have to score, I think. I know what you're saying. The Jets could, could have gone down at the one and then just milked more time. They could have they run the clock but, all the way down and kicked the chip. And then, missed, then what if they missed the field goal? Well, I, listen. Well, what what is the percentage from from the two yard line of, of missing a field goal? The Jets you, have never beaten the Eagles. Zero. Winning against so you're waiting for something wrong to go on, right? I'm with you. If the game was tied, I'm with you 100. If they're win, if I'm winning, certainly I don't score. I take the you know, but they were losing. And can you imagine if the Jets did what you wanted? They take the, mm -hmm. the you know the who are the Brees Hall whoever it was carried. If he takes if he goes down at the one or the two, and then they. They just kneel, kneel, and then well, the the Jets fans would do like they've been doing for the last four years. <laughs> but a bad snap or a blocked field, anything crazy happens, and they lose when they could have. The Eagles were letting them score, so was, I, I know, I know your theory. You know, no, that goes back to my thing, which we we disagreed on too. Is when the Eagles had the ball third and nine near midfield, the Jets are out of timeouts. I know. Listen, I'm all about being aggressive and 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 going for the killer. You know, putting a dagger in the. Yeah, in the that's it. Game's over. But the, they but make the way the way this game had gone, neither neither offense was lighting it up. Mm -hmm. If if this was a 38-35 game, yeah, you you got to score points. Or if the other quarterback was Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow, Zach Wilson, backup yeah. backup quarterback. I got you. I would have run the ball, take a little more time off, punt them deep, and say, okay, Zach Wilson, go go 60 yards and beat me. Well, certainly you don't anticipate an uncharacteristic, uh, terrible decision by Hertz to throw that ball that gets intercepted at, at that point. I mean, that, and, and uh, you know, to that point, um, great quarterbacks like Tom Brady, like Joe Montana, Johnny Unitas, go back as far as you want. When you put pressure on quarterbacks, you can make a great quarterback look very mediocre. And I really thought that happened to Jalen Hurts yesterday. He threw three picks. They had another fumble. Um, Jack Driscoll replacing Lane Johnson. Now, listen, Jack Driscoll has been with the Eagles for a while. Yeah. Uh, he, he they they don't have uh, usually have bad players on an NFL roster. If he's been there that long, he's probably a pretty good player. He's not as good as Lane Johnson. Nobody right. is. So, you know, to your point, 
if you want to go conservative because you have Jack Driscoll instead of Lane Johnson, that would be an argument to run the football and try to milk the clock. But and under normal circumstances, I think I think that that's it's a no brainer to go for the first down there. Well, third and nine, it was third and four. Third, third and eight. I think it was third and eight. But. Well, whatever. It was long. It wasn't an automatic. Yeah. I just would have used it. I, I get it. I'm usually not. I'm usually in the aggressive go for it. I like when they go for it on fourth down. I like doing all that kind of stuff. But just the way that game was being played, where the I don't think the Jets could have gone 60 yards. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I mean, if you're again, if you're playing Kansas City, no, I go for it. If you're playing, you know, Joe Burrow and the Bengals, maybe I same thing. But that maybe I just don't think the Jets are any good <laughs> <laughs> offensively anyway. Uh, um, listen, uh, we'll we'll talk about and and Zach Wilson. I, I actually think he's improving a bit as a yeah. Player. He was nineteen right. for thirty three yesterday for one hundred eighty six yards. The last couple of weeks, he he he's been better. So, he, he's yeah. getting better, and and you know normally he was the number two pick in the draft. Exactly, he's, he's <laughs> got to have some tools, right? Although there there have been some busts that have been number two pick in the draft as far as quarterbacks are concerned. But the, you know the bottom line is. You can't win a game with four turn the turnover no. ratio being four to zero. I mean, it's exactly. it's really impossible. The fact that the Eagles hung in there and had a chance to win that game right up until the end is testimony to you know the, the team, how good it is, the character of the team. But you know, when, when you when you look at that scenario, you look at the fact that their uh, defensive backfield now is really depleted, and we'll talk well, about so the upcoming Jets. schedule coming. That out. was the yes. thing too. I, I think the yeah, Eagles they were missing Sauce Gardner, their best, their, for, best their top three corners, including yeah. Sauce, who's their best player on defense. Yeah. Um, and I think that, and I know why they did it. The Eagles, listen, they knew Sirianni knew that the Jets were missing their top three corners. If I knew it, he certainly knew it, right? So. That's why their game plan was what it was, which was throw, 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 throw. Okay, we'll mix a run in just to give the wide receivers a break. Um, but that wasn't – when the Eagles are playing well, they're running – they, they have a very good balance. You know, Swift's – DeAndre Swift's off to a great start. Yeah, um, hey, how about this? You talk about balance. They only ran a running back uh, uh, rush times? For, 14 times for the entire game. Yeah, DeAndre yeah, Swift they're... had ten. Gainwell had two, and Boston Scott had two, and that's that's not a good balance. No, of course, and I, you know and maybe I, the Jets defense made him go in that that route. Well, I don't it know. did. I mean, I think Sirianni saw you know he saw blood in the water. He saw three backup corners out there saying we could blow. And listen, I don't blame him. I got AJ Brown and Devonta Smith going against guys that one guy came up to, off the practice squad this week to to start i mean that's how that's how depleted the jet secondary was so i don't blame them but you still need some balance in your offense yep. especially when you have the lead most and they, and they led from till the very end i mean it was it was 14 like we said it was 14 three at one point and you have a good running back it's not like you had no running backs you you have right. a you have a, a, a bevy of good i mean they have like you said swift gainwell and and scott um and scott scott only had two carries but how many yards did he gain I mean, the, how about the burst? How about the energy he just brings to the whole yeah, team? I mean, every my eyes light up every time I see him <laughs> in the game. And it has unfortunately it hasn't happened that often this year. But I want to make another point about Driscoll. Again, he's not Lane Johnson. He's not going to be. But it's inherent on the Eagles coaching staff, especially offensive coordinator Brian Johnson, if he sees he's overmatched to help him to help him out. You can put a tight end over there to help chip. 
You can put a running back over there for for protection. There's a lot of, and I don't, and I think they left him on an island yesterday. I didn't see him getting getting much help at all. I didn't see any help at all. And that you're right. When I mean, and I don't. It's not just Siriano. Coaches do this sometimes. They, you know, you put your back up in. Like you said, he's not. And I'm starting to. We we, we can talk about Lane Johnson a little bit. Every year now, it's something with him, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's taking its toll. Let's let's not forget he was suspended twice, right? I'm just saying, right? Um, those things take toll on your body. Um, so when Driscoll goes in, yeah, you you don't you. <laughs> I know it's they, easy for coaches to say next man up, next man up. We're gonna yeah, yeah exactly. But, but if you see the next man, man up is struggling, you got to adjust right. the game plan. You don't you <laughs> yes, don't help that next thing. man. Help him up. Happening over Boost them and over. up. Give them some help. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's not the same. It's not. There's a reason he's a backup. And now, listen, Driscoll's not a. He's not a. Ter- the Jets. The Jets front four is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. They, he went against a pretty good defensive front. But you, it, it, it's criminal on the Eagles' coaching staff's part to not give your backups, like you said, have the tight end stay in and help. Have a back chip them. Have whatever you want to do. That's up to you. I mean, you're. Well, how about a three-step drop? Instead of dro- dropping back right. seven, I mean, or run the ball a little more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, let Let's talk about uh, statistics. Hertz twenty eight for forty five, two hundred eighty yards, one TD. But again, the three interceptions. Now the one wasn't his fault. Right. I agree. The first yeah. one was. I think that should have even been a fumble. I know it, it, the ball never hit the ground, so it's not a fumble. But he completed the pass to Dallas Goddard. Goddard and Goddard was loose with the football. He was loose. You yeah, so he let the linebacker punch it out, and then another guy caught it. Yeah, technically that should not. I don't think. I mean, it's going to go down as an interception. But my God, Hertz did nothing wrong there. He mm-hmm. completed the pass. Mm-hmm. But the other two, I can't. I can't. I can't defend them all. Yeah, and, the and DeAndre Swift had a big fumble. That, that, yeah. that hurt. It just, you know, it's it's funny and the drops. how the Double moment. Drops. Yeah, the, the and the drops and. You know, it's Penalty. funny how games unravel. And that was a classic example of you and I talking live during the game. We could see things happening. Oh, we're, you know, we're in trouble. And all of a sudden, it, you know, it continues, it continues to happen. It's, uh, it, it's funny how momentum can just take over a football game, regardless of who's playing. Now, listen, when one of the things that hurts about that loss yesterday is that that was a winnable game. Mm-hmm. When you look at the upcoming schedule, it, this is scary stuff, all right? There, how, they have how, long Lane, how long is Lane Johnson going to be out? Have, have we got it? Well, it's a him? high ankle sprain. It could be probably, you know, uh, it could be. I mean, uh, those, things guys, are tr- those things are tricky. He's a big guy. But when you look at what's coming up, you got Miami at home. This Miami offense may be the fastest offense I've ever, ever seen. They, they and if got, that secondary doesn't get healthy, Tyree Kill might, might break records. Exactly. Um so that's that's a concern. Uh, we're at Washington. We've talked about this uh, past weeks. Washington gives us matchup problems. They Always just do. Every I mean, year. It's a division game. You know, then you got Dallas at home. Dallas is Dallas. Eagles, Dallas. I mean, you can't you can't count that as a win. Then, the, the, you know, the bye. I, I wish the bye were actually in the next week, week or two. It's actually yeah. three weeks away. We could use the bye. But after the bye, we're at Kansas City home against Buffalo, home against San Francisco. This could get scary, okay? If we don't get healthy, this schedule could get scary and the, the season might be in jeopardy. I mean, again, I, 
they'll win something. They're not going to lose all those games. No, 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 no. They're, but they're not going to win them all either. No, they're not. They're not going to win all those games. They're not. They're just not. It's if they do, that'll be amazing. But that's why you said, like, yeah, when you have a game when you're leading 14-3 against a team that's not as good as you are, it was on the road, but that shouldn't matter. They're the ones you have to put in the in the even if they won on if they won 14-12, you know. We would have. I'd have been saying the same thing I said last week. I'm not apologizing for a win. Right. A win's a win. Yes, they looked bad, but they still won. But now it's a loss. Now you got. Now you know. And again, it's going to. You're coming down. Listen, the Eagles' goal this year isn't to win the division or make the playoffs. The Eagles' goal is to get back to the Super Bowl and win it. Right. I mean, this is this isn't a rebuilding team. This is a team that went to the no. Super Bowl last year. Those and, are and the expectations for sure. So now you got to look at things like you want home field, right? You don't want to go to San Francisco in the playoffs or Detroit. All of a sudden, Detroit's five and one. Detroit's now a, a three-way tie. There's I, a three-way tie at, at the top now. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to go to Detroit. I don't De- Detroit's to the real deal. They, they, I mean, they certainly you know, are. Every win and loss now you got to look at, and and it, like you said, you can't. It's hard to it's hard to win when you turn the ball over four times and you don't get any. So as good as a defense played yesterday, and I, you really can't blame the defense for for this loss, but they could have, you know, a, they could have caused a couple turnovers. Zach Wilson's been known to turn the ball over. Well, he didn't turn it over yesterday, so right. you could have offset some of those those four turnovers with a turnover or, or two of your own. And then again, Jake Elliott's been so rock I guess solid. Sometimes I, he gets I, spoiled, I, right? I was shocked when he missed now. Was that? that is a windy stadium, and it is yeah. windy there. I don't know how much that wind affected that kick, but watching Jake Elliott in practice earlier this year at Novacare, he he was busting him through 40, 50 yards one oh, after another. I was, I was really – and it was a good snap hold, too. I mean, yeah, that, that wasn't pushing. anything going on other than he just he just. And you said it. the wind is tricky at the Meadowlands. And did it, was it raining when it – did it start to rain a little bit there? It did. It was misty it rain, and, and it wasn't I'm not cold. making excuses, but yeah. – I mean, people tell me that – you know, I covered David Akers. Most of the years I covered Eagles, David Akers was their kicker for the majority of that, of that time. He was, I thought he was one of the best ever. People mm-hmm. tell me this kid's better than Akers. Yeah, uh, well, I, w- I would agree. I his, would numbers, agree. his numbers are right there. So, mm-hmm. again, it was just, it was a game where almost everything, I mean, Hurts doesn't throw four, three interceptions in a game. He just doesn't do that. But he did. But again, he was rushed because he yeah. didn't have his normal offensive line. Hey, a couple more injuries. But Smith doesn't uh, drop balls, and he did. No, uh, <laughs> Elliott doesn't miss kicks, and he did. I mean, it was just one of them days. A couple more things on the injury front that I saw interesting, and you know, the cloak and dagger stuff with teams and they hide injuries and everything. I didn't even know Jalen Carter and Darius Slay were hurt until like Friday. Did well, you? I did. Did, yeah, I did. Uh, whether they were, but they were listed. I believe they were listed as questionable. Question. Yeah. Well, they were they were they were holding out hope, but yeah. Yeah. And then um, one thing that I thought hurt him, and I and I love this kid, Reed Blankenship, uh, had a rib, rib injury. Now they called a penalty on what they call yeah. a blindside block. To me, that was that's good football. Back in the day, I mean, you got you got a pat on the the butt when you right, cut right? somebody out like that. So if 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 you blocked a guy like that when you were playing, the coach would have said to you, "Hey, nice block, you can't get a high five, you know, right? get a flag." Yeah, you now know? you get a flag for it. I don't. It's... So so what are, what are we going to do? Where are we going to find defensive backs to cover 
these Miami receivers, they, I tell you what, the training staff better be working overtime this week. Otherwise we, might yeah, they're going to, this is going to be a rough week if they don't get some, I mean, I don't know how bad Slay is if he can come back. If, if this is a one week thing. Did you um, hear what his injury was? I did not. I did. What I forgot. Yeah. It was, was it hamstring? I couldn't tell you. I should, I should have researched that before we, got I want to say hamstring. So, I mean, yeah, they're going to, if, if they're, deplete it back there then then it's up to the defensive that's up to the coaches to come up with something maybe you just you go all out and put pressure on Tua and don't give him time to find hill but yeah. then it's up to miami's all you know that, that this is going to be an, and it's, it's sunday night right yeah, yeah. So it'll be it'll be a fun game i'm going to the game oh you are going okay Jer- jersey man's having a tailgate that night i'm going to the oh, game wow. and uh right. sh- should be a good hope time for bad weather hope for cold windy oh i don't want to sit out there in bad weather you, <laughs> you don't have a box or don't get a box <laughs> yeah. but actually, I'm actually, from... actually i am in a box so i guess the weather doesn't really make much difference but the tail i don't want to be cold be right. the tailgate yeah come on make the warm make the warm weather dolphins I'm, play listen, in weather that they're not accustomed to i'm getting older older guys get colder that's just the way that's why you move down to myrtle beach for the exactly. nice, I don't see nice cold warm weather <laughs> Well, this is your game. That's right. You should be. This is the Miami. You got Miami man versus Jersey. Miami, yeah. Miami. As a matter of fact, we have, uh, for those of you listening, we have Miami man magazine. My daughter, Ashley's actually going to go down this week. I'm still jet lagging from my Europe trip. So <laughs> she's going to handle, handle the Miami duties. So it'll be, uh, they think it's Eagles dolphins. It's Miami man versus Philly man. Philly man. That's the real story. It's coming up, but, uh, a couple more things to look at stats wise, you know, AJ Brown, we, we, we ragged on him for not what I thought he should have ran through that route. Yeah, I don't know what that, I don't know what happened, uh, but he did have seven catches for 131 yards. And you had mentioned uh, it might be the best trade in Eagles history. I, I agree with you. I mean, I've this, said this, that. I mean this, this kid is really good. I hate to say that because the, the trade I thought was the best in Eagles history involved a, a good friend of ours, Bill Berge. Hmm. I used to think that was the best trade in Eagles history when the and they, they gave up a lot to get him, but he made the difference on well, how about how about uh Ron Jaworski for Charlie Johnson? How about that? Charlie Young. Charlie Young. Charlie Young. That was a good trade. Yeah. That was a good trade. But I Bergie, I thought. Who did they give up for Bergie? Do you remember? A bunch of picks. Yeah. Well Bergie you that's, and that's why they had no picks. picks for a long time. Well, Bergie and Stan Walters. They traded a bunch of picks for both of them, but both of them turned out to be great players. I don't mind right. trading picks for great players. Right. But Bergie used you did you ever hear the story? Bergie used to joke. But you know, but you know right. Billy pretty well, right? Very, very well. And you know he's kind of a little bit of a joker, right? Well, yeah, he used to I do. the 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 day of the draft. Now back then the day the draft was wasn't like it is now. It was 10 people cared about it, maybe. <laughs> But but he would go into Vermeil's, he he'd go into the to the war room and poke his head in there and say, Hey, your first round pick's here. Because <laughs> they had already they didn't have a first round, they traded for him. He did this in Vermeil's like, war room. I don't I can't yeah. see Vermeil taking that very well, to be honest. Well, he probably didn't, but it was yeah. Bergie, so he kind of just probably rolled his eyes. <laughs> um you, you, so yeah, you bring, I mean, yeah. You bring out the but, characters uh, back in the, the day. AJ Brown trade, I just thought. They only gave they gave up a first and a third, and got a guy that I you know I thought he was the main reason they got to the Super Bowl. I mean, Hurts had a great year. Don't get me wrong, but I think he getting him made Hurts so much better, and it made Smith better. I mean, he made he made the whole offense better. He still does. Um, that one play, I, I'd love to know what happened on that play. 
Speaking of speaking of quarterbacks, though, uh, I was listening to uh, sports talk radio the other day, and they were talking about the best quarterbacks in Eagles history. They said it was Donovan McNam. I'm kind of lean towards Randall Cunningham myself, as far as the most talented. Now I'd understand talented, he didn't have yes. he didn't have the success that Donovan had, but he also you know probably didn't come up small in big situations as many times donovan mcnam well, did. Yes, then, did you know jawar i think jawar's got to be in the mix too and certainly i think hurt they'll talk about hurts, hurts will be hurts will be when it's all you think you around. think he'll be the best ever in the eagles uniform because he's, he's got to stay healthy out. he's got to stay healthy and, he, and if he keeps going he'll be right there i you know i i covered both it's funny i covered both of, of randall and donovan's whole career in philly um randall and i actually came in together and we have a lot in common, believe it or not. Um, Talk but, about an athlete. Oh, the best. Yeah, he's the greatest, the most talented by far. I was at the far. game. I was at the Giants game when they they, they had him down and, and he held the greatest one hand. In, in, yeah. Yep. Could have, and uh, who, Jimmy Giles. It wasn't Jimmy Giles. Jimmy Giles called called the yeah. Yeah. Carl Banks put the hit on him. And yeah. I actually did a book, The Greatest Plays in Eagles History, and I, I made that number one. Huh. I thought it was, I mean, I watched it over and over and said, it was unbelievable. And yeah. Carl Banks gave me a great quote about that play saying, because I talked to Carl about it and he was like, oh, you want to ask you about that? Like, <laughs> you don't mind. He's like, he listened. He said, I watched that play so many times over and over saying, what could I have done differently? What did I do wrong? So I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. I made a great play. Sometimes you just but get he, beat. But he made the, a greater play. Mm -hmm. um, How about the arm strength? How about the punt? Oh my God. That's what I was going to tell you. If Randall wanted to be, if they, he could have been a pro bowl punter. Oh, absolutely. Easily. Yeah. And a kicker. He used to mess around. We, this is when we were allowed to watch practice and stuff back then. This is in the 80, late 80, mid, mid to late 80s, early 90s. He was, you know, we were allowed to watch. So we'd be on the practice field. Randall would mess around sometimes after practice, or like, because they have, like, back then you practice and then the special teams kind of practice yeah. after the regular practice. Was yeah. Well, Randall would hang around sometimes and think, hey, let me kick some. Yeah, go ahead, kick him. He was making like 55 yarders with Amazing. ease. Hey, have you ever tried to kick a field goal? It's hard. It's hard yeah, to oh, kick I, a field yeah. goal. Yeah, yes. By the way, your groin, your groin doesn't operate that way. <laughs> if I tried too many times, it would put me on IR. But it's it's hard to kick. I have a lot of respect for kickers. People disrespect kickers. I have I have a ton of respect for kick. To, to kick it that far and that straight. It's a lonely job, and when the game is on the line and your team wins or loses on your make or miss, it's it's not easy. It's not easy. It's like standing over a five-foot putt for the win. It's not easy, man. You got to do now, it. What I'll say about the Donovan-Randall debate, though, Donovan worked harder. He studied more. Well, that, I was, love the, Randall. that was the Randall. knack. That was the knack on Randall. That he yeah. Had. Listen, Randall. Randall and I are still friends. We we still text each other, happy birthday and stuff, whatever. I love the guy. If he would have worked a, just a little bit harder, studied a little more film, mm -hmm. watched, you know. He, was, he, was that story true about the the yeah. Dallas game when Rodney Pete uh, went down and and they put Randall in and he. He didn't know he didn't know the game plan or something. No, because he was away. That's when his son was being born. Right. He left the team to be with his wife, thinking I'm the backup at that point. He was he was a little upset that he got benched for Robbie P. That, yeah. Let's play this whole thing out. He was not happy about that. Yeah. So he's like, I'm not, I'm not I'm I'm going to be with my wife. I'm not the hell with this. 
then he had to put him in, and he had no idea what. Well, but at least bring the plane the game. Plan. Oh yeah, at least study, study a little, little bit. bit. I, I he didn't study when he was there. You no way he was going to study when he went to Vegas. He was right. But there's other stories about Randall too, where they just, you know, he he just got by on unbelievable natural yeah. ability. Unbelievable. This, is, this is good stuff. This podcast has turned into an Eagles uh, history <laughs> trivia, okay. which is which is well, always good. But but listen, uh, hopefully, I think, well, bringing it back to today, yeah, about Jalen. I think Jalen Hurts. He's now he's not as big and strong as Randall, but he's but he, well strong maybe. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's got strong. the talent. Yeah, he's got Randall's. He's on. He's <laughs> got that talent and that ability, and he does work hard. He probably works even harder. Than, I does. mean. From what I see, and I'm not there every day like I used to be around Randall and Donovan, but this guy works hard. He's gonna he like he's not happy today. He's not happy with his performance at all. He's gonna he's gonna put on. He's gonna be good next week. He's gonna play very well. I tell you, I don't know if the Eagles gonna beat Miami because I don't know about they're gonna stop Miami. Yep. Jalen Hurts is gonna have a big big game next week. He's yep. gonna play very well. So Hertz is going to play well. We can't stop Miami. You're saying bet the over. Bet the over. There you go. Bet the over. Maybe it makes might be money. 74, but <laughs> I'm not sure what the number is going to be on that game. Well, listen, Mark, yeah, it was go. it was great. This always goes quickly. We've run out of time. Hopefully, we'll be back and talk about an Eagles victory next week. But uh, on behalf of my partner Mark Eckel, this is Ken Dunnick. Thanks for listening to the Bird Brains with Ken and Mark, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Take care. <laughs>